Hi, and welcome to episode 138 of Three Geeky Ladies. I'm Elisa Piselli. With me today are Suze Gilbert. Happy New Year. Hi, everyone. And Vicki Stokes. Hello. How is everyone doing today? Pretty well. Okay. So today we would like to talk about our holiday haul, what we got for the holidays, and we're going to finish up with uh, our thoughts about the shows we've been watching on Apple TV. Any, anybody get anything good for the holidays? Well, I got uh, new kitchen appliances. Nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, refrigerator, dishwasher, cooktop, and a hood. Wow. And then yeah. I got, uh, my sister brought a Roomba and a cordless back. That's supposed to be really good in terms of, it's a Dyson. Uh, it's supposed to be mm. good in terms of getting dog hair up. I'm, I'm not a big Dyson fan. I think they're overpriced, but this one seems to work pretty well. Yeah, they're yeah. expensive, but they're supposed to be really good. Yeah. I've never yeah. owned a Dyson product, so I can't speak. I know they have a hair dryer, something like $500, mm -hmm. but it's supposed to be, for that amount of money, really, really good. I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know why a uh, hair dryer should cost five hundred dollars. Something about maybe maybe it's a I lifetime have... warranty or something. Yeah, like that. I don't. I don't know. I mean, if mm. I I don't I don't use a hair dryer, so it doesn't do anything for me. My hair dries naturally. It's frizzy enough. I don't need a hair dryer to make it worse. Now, are any of your appliances smart appliances, or are they just the regular? The um, refrigerator is. Um, it's it, all my appliances are Bosch. Uh, mm -hmm. And I went into some issues with that. You know, when you buy these kind of products, the the reseller um, generally has to order it from Bosch. So if you it gets returned, you got to pay a reboxing fee, restocking fee, whatever. And so I didn't know that. Um, but um, uh, in terms of the, the hood, I'm still waiting for that. That's supposed to come next Friday. And when they tried to deliver it, it didn't, it was going to be too big. It was going to come down really low. Like the, the vent would have been right at my eye level. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So when they, they were saying, well, you have to pay a restocking fee. I said, wait a minute, your guy came out here and measured, you know, it's not my fault. And, um, initially I was going to cancel. Then I said, okay, I got to have this thing replaced because the hood doesn't work. The one that's there. Uh, so I just, uh, was really angry the net and that night I started thinking about it. I said, I should cancel this because this is ridiculous. It's their error. And my sister put out a Yelp review where they were complaining about it and saying that how we were going to use them anymore. And I guess the owner saw that and he realized what was going on and said, Hey, this is their fault. And so they paid the restocking fee. They, they, they're not going to charge me for that. And Good. I ordered another hood and. The salesperson is going to come out this Friday and make sure it's installed properly. That's the only negative I'll see about any of those products. If you're one of those people that are doing it yourself, um, you got to realize you got to measure this thing to make sure it's right. It's right because if you don't, and you return it to a store and they don't have they don't have a warehouse where they're storing this this, this stuff, or even if they do, they took it out of the box. I wouldn't re receive a refrigerator or, or, or any appliance that came unwrapped in in a. Uh, in a, a, a van, you know, that's telling me that that's a re recycled product. Either you give me a discount or you, you got to just let me know that, you know, this is not, this is uh, not a brand new product. But yeah, it's a the refrigerator, the smart refrigerator. It'll call, call, it'll text you via app telling you when the door is, uh, is open and when the ice bin is full. And I'm telling you, um, uh, one thing about this refrigerator that we got is the benchmark. No, it's not benchmark. It's the 800 series fridge store um, that I like is that the water dispenser is inside. You got hardwood floors. You don't want water on your floor. So um, what you need to do is um, open the door and then the dispenser is right inside. And also the ice bin is also inside the freezer. Um, so that ice won't fall outside the door. And then all uh, this seamless in the front, you have nothing but the stainless steel, nothing that's going to you know, distract you. Same way with the dishwasher, it's the one that has a top panel. The, the control is at the top of the door, so it's nothing's on the front. So uh, I like that. And then another thing I like about it, neither one of these products has Bosch name on the outside of it. I like that it's no name on the outside. You know, like those handbags you have, um, with, you know, 
Louis Vuitton and his LV all over right, the dog. Right, coach or whomever. Your coach, you know, uh, I, I just think it's sort of tacky. <laughs> I'm sorry, people out there that like those bags, but I, I really, I if it was my initials on it, I'd be very happy about it. <laughs> but it's not mine. <laughs> you know, I'd be willing to pay four hundred dollars for it. But um, yeah, I, I like that the the cooktop has the uh, the name on it. But it's very, you know, to do, you know, it's a cooktop. It can't be too big anyway. Uh, I don't know about the hood yet because I haven't gotten it. I, I'm on it sight unseen because I just wanted one that fit. But I love the dishwasher in regards to um, it has this crystal dry kind of thing that hap- that keeps the uh, water from um, collecting on the dishes. And it has this process where it will um, just sort of, suck the water off of it. I don't I don't know how to even explain it. Um it uh transforms the moisture into heat. Uh and it so it gets the, the dishes and the plastic uh applying uh uh products drier. It says it claims 60% drier. I'm, I guarantee you if you um don't have anything, you know like you have the t- cups that have water that's on top of it. Yeah. Because they have a little thing well, on the bottom. Yeah, you can sort of tilt it to the side so that water will, will roll out because it, it's that's too much water for it to get to take out. But you know how your plastic products have moisture that's that beads up on it. Yeah, uh, yeah. ours that, does that. It, yeah, it'll take that and turn it into heat. You open that thing up, things like it's super dry. Uh, it's really really great. And then it also because we have hot water has a salt um, uh, uh, thing that you put in there and it conditions uh, the water so it's not so hard. Um, uh, which is pretty cool. I, I, it, it's not a smart uh, dishwasher. I don't see why it would need to be. I don't need, think I need to control when my dishwasher turns on. I'm sure there's a timer cycle that you can put it on. I haven't tried that yet, but I'm sure there is one. Um, but I don't think I need to an app to tell me, oh, Yo, your dishwasher is, is done. So that wasn't anything I was interested in doing, uh, purchasing. And I don't know if they even have one that does that. They might. Um, and the dishwasher is part of their benchmark. I guess that's like their top of the line, whereas the, the refrigerator is not. It's like an 800 series. Um, I don't know what that means, but, you know, I, I liked it because it had those features with the water inside and the ice bin being in the freezer, not on the door. Um, and then my cooktop, is. I needed one so bad. I'm telling you, I had appliances in my home that were... Um, um, the first person that bought the home lost the home. It was foreclosed on them. Second person, so that person took all the appliances out, even the island. So I had not. Uh, so the second person that bought the home just found some used appliances, you know. And I think they got it from another home that was in this neighborhood that was being um, renovated. They, they redid the whole kitchen, so they took. So it had Whirlpool, KitchenAid, you know, all kinds of different things. The dishwasher was this, the hood was something else. So it was just, I didn't notice it because all I was, because I, at the time I wasn't cooking, I didn't care. <laughs> and and uh, the market was low, I didn't care. The price of the house was good. It didn't really matter. But when I started looking back on how much it cost to replace all these appliances, I might have asked for a little bit less <laughs> than I paid, you know. But um, here I have been there nine years. It didn't bother me. So obviously it, it wasn't that important. Um, but yeah, I, I pretty much like those, like that. I guess new things that work, you know, <laughs> that um, I have a um, microwave that's in here that it works, but the light inside of it doesn't, uh, doesn't um, turn on. So you can't see what's cooking in the, uh, in the oven. <laughs> so it's just running. Uh, so that's the next thing to replace is that, that and the, um, we're going to get two double ovens instead of microwave because we rarely use the microwave. Um, but the Roomba, that is absolutely beautiful. I love this thing. It works. It cleans this floor so easily. I don't know how I ever live without it. I guarantee you, you ladies, you need to get one. <laughs> well, I don't have hardwood floors. I have carpeting through my house. So is it that something carpet. that's better for the hardwood or does it matter? It works on both. It works on both. Yeah, so it's um, it does a really good job. Only thing about on the carpeting, you need to get the big on the, on the floor too. You need to get the big product things up because uh, they might get sucked in between the rollers. 
And um, then it, it'll, it'll, it'll let you know that something got stuck up in there. It actually stuck up a nail in between the rollers and it kept complaining that I need to take something out of the extractor. And once I did that, it just went on and continues. It, it's, it's a, um, we call her Ro Rosie, like Rosie the robot. <laughs> and she's very impressive. She'll start up again, um, at, at go, go home and charge and start up again and start cleaning up again. I said, I told her she already has the job. She don't have to try to keep impress me. <laughs> you know how you when you when the, when you're the housekeeper when the housekeeper has sees you around and they dust a little bit longer. You know? So I was telling her you got the job, lady. You know, just just go home, relax. <laughs> See, vacuuming is one household chore that doesn't bother me. Dusting, I will put off as long as I possibly can, but vacuuming doesn't bother me. Uh, I, I don't like doing any of it. Well, I don't, I'm not saying that I enjoy it, but if I have to vacuum and I, it, what, mm -hmm. what happens here because we don't have the kids anymore is it's more dust when I, and, and my hair, because I have so much hair I shed mm -hmm. so that when I'm emptying the cup, it's all dust because we have gas, hot water, heat, which, you know, people say, oh, that's awesome because you have moisture in the air. No, no, and no. It seems to dry the house out and put a lot of dust in the air. So that's what I'm vacuuming up is a lot of dust. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, it, which is your hair, your, your hair, your skin, all kinds of stuff. And it causes the allergy. What about you, Suze? What did you get? Hmm. Well, my husband and I decided that we were not going to get a lot of stuff this year, except maybe some flannel shirts and stuff from L.O. Bean because we are selling off most of our house and putting up for sale and we're going to go full time um, around the country next year in the Airstream. So we need to basically pare down to um, have some of our stuff if, when we eventually get a house. I don't want a house for a while. I don't want to be tied down for a while. Uh, so we're going to try to go into like a 10 by 15 storage unit. And um, yeah, so I got AirPods too, which I love. They're noise canceling. I like the way, um, I never had a problem with my other AirPods. I love the first gen AirPods and I gave them to my son, which he is absolutely tickled pink with them. And the AirPod 2s, Mike and I both got a pair. And what we did is we bought them on Amazon. They had $30 off, but if you use the Amazon card, you get 5% back. So it ended up being, you know, a fairly decent deal. But they have different, um, what's the word I want? The little plastic um, inserts <laughs> to make a good seal in your ear canal. And I typically have a very tiny ear canal. And that's why I really like the first generation AirPods because they were tiny enough and I, I never they never once fell out of my ear. So I was a little nervous about this one because the design is slightly different. I like the fact they're shorter as far as length. Um, and I, I ended up using the middle. Uh, they have three different sizes. So you have like a small, medium, and large. But I found that the best seal was actually with the medium uh, uh, oversert on that. And it makes a really nice seal. Is it truly noise canceling? Well, sometimes I can hear things. Most of the time I can't. Um, they also have a transparency mode, which is really nice. But it's disconcerting. If you have the transparency mode on and you go to noise canceling and vice versa, because then if you're on the noise canceling mode and you go to transparency, it's like, whoa, it's what a loud, it's so loud out there. Um, I really, I really like them though. And another thing that you can do is after you pair them, you can go to the little eye where it says your, you know, Suze's AirPods 2, and you can select what you want the right and left to do. So the left one, if I press the little tab on it, it will call up Siri. And then the right one is uh, to cycle through the off transparency and noise canceling. I think they really did a nice job. I'm really liking it. Um, the case is a little wider than the other ones, um, but I find the charge, I have not even had to charge them yet. And I've been wearing them a lot since uh, I, I received them. So that was one present I really, really liked. And we were thinking that, you know, especially, you know, when you're on the airplane, when, you know, we typically go to France every year. And so that's a long plane ride. And I don't have the bows 
noise canceling. And I know there are cheaper AirPods out there, less expensive, uh, I should say, um, AirPod, uh, AirBuds out there, but I, uh, earbuds, excuse me, but I really, you know, I'm pretty much an Apple person. So I like these. I like them a lot. I think they'll be great on the plane. I did notice that 12 South has a dongle that I didn't buy it. It was on sale yesterday. It's um, it's a dongle that you can put into a headphone jack. So say, for instance, if you're on a plane and you want to use your wireless uh, earbuds, no matter what brand they are, you can put this dongle into the um, headphone jack on the plane or like you were saying Elisa when you go to the gym and you you know you can't pair the airpods or or uh, with you know the gym equipment you can do it with this dongle but unfortunately it didn't get great reviews yet people have said that they it doesn't pair well there have been some negative reviews on it so I'm just going to wait to see if they come out with maybe um, a firmware update on that and, and and see if the reviews are a little bit better but I think that would be fabulous because they have an um, an air duo that you an airfly duo that you can plug it into the headphone jack and you can pair two sets of wireless um, uh, earbuds so that might be something that we might invest in down the road. There, it, it ranges about 50 bucks or so on those. The other thing that I received for Christmas um, was a, it just came out and it's in, I know you guys don't like to cook, although Vicki is changing that now that she has her smart appliances. I've already talked about my Instant Pot and uh, I call it Instapot. My, my son continues to correct me and I'm like, you know what, get over it. It's like, you know, I could care less or I couldn't care less. Either way, I really don't care. So, <laughs> you know, he's he's my little uh, grammar, you know what. But anyway, um, the Instapot came out with an air fryer uh, cover. And if we're going to be, I, I have a convection microwave in our Airstream. And it has an air fryer uh, capability. I did not like it. I tried it with fries and I, I maybe I didn't use it correctly, but I didn't think it did a very good job at all. So I said, I won't be using that. And I'm one of those that if I ever make fries or I buy fries, I cannot stand soggy fries. Um, I just can't. And I'm not a, a fried food person just because of stomach issues so you know I just and it's so greasy usually it's like eh. but my uncle has two air fryers that he absolutely loves and when I was there visiting him last year he put shrimp in there he put like this coconut shrimp and then he also did some sweet potato fries and they were fabulous but I said no I don't need another gadget you know I, I have a small kitchen I'm going to have an even smaller kitchen if we do full-time I just can't do the gadget thing well the Instapot came out with an air fryer lid. So basically you take the old, your regular lid off and you put you plug this lid in. You cannot plug your Instapot in. You have to plug the lid in, but it has an air fryer capacity. Not only that, it has a roasting capacity. So it broils, it roasts, it dehydrates. Uh, so if you wanted to like, you know, dehydrate some apples or pears or chicken strips for your spoiled dog, <clears throat> I wouldn't know anything about that. You can do all that. And I thought, well, you know, this is fabulous because I can sell my three quart Instapot and take the six quart because it only fits the six quart and it doesn't fit the smart ones. It only fits like the six quart duo and, you know, um, not any of the smart, the Wi-Fi ones. But I said, how brilliant is that? Because that allows me to, to basically, I love to make a roast chicken and I usually do it in my Le Creuset on, on the oven and, you know, on stove. But this allows me to do that because it would brown out the chicken. So I was happy about that. And I noticed that they're on sale right now for half price on Amazon. So if any listeners hear this, they may want to check it out. But it's one of those covers that you can do five things and see that's when you're, when your capacity, um, when your square footage is down to a bare minimum, which I think there's some beauty about that, really, the minimalistic approach. I'm even, I even bought a bagalini for Christmas that's re really tiny. And I have tried to like get rid of all the stuff that doesn't mean anything to me. I'm not doing a full Marie Kondo, just to let you guys know that. Okay, I'm not doing that. It's just that I'm just, I don't want to collect any more stuff. But um, I like the fact that you have an appliance, because like I said, I don't really like gadgets that just collect us, but that can do so much. And the cover allows you to have like a full kitchen in a very small space. So I was happy about that. Hmm. 
And and pretty much we had a very low key Christmas and we went to the Winter Classic at the Cotton Bowl. It's first time um, the Winter Classic actually, which is the outdoor NFL game that they have, you know, um, New Year's Day. Um, it was really cool. We had the second largest attendance in NF- NHL history. So and the Dallas Stars won. So that was even better. And it was really nice because my cousin who goes to them, he's gone to, I think, all of them. I don't know if you went to this one, though, but normally they're in like all cold, cold tundra states like Boston, (laughs) you know, Mm. New Year's Day cold. But next year it's going to be Minnesota. But it was gorgeous. It was almost balmy that day. So that was really fun. So but that was it for Christmas um, for, for us. And you, Elisa, what did you get? Well, we don't do gifts because we just buy things when we need them. And because we take a cruise in October, because we go to a lot of concerts and plays, we just look at that as that's our gift money, if you want to call it that. I I agree with you that because we didn't really open up that much. I totally agree with you. We just got the AirPods. And like I said, I got the fryer with an Amazon uh, gift card. I agree with you on that. No, we didn't open up anything. And that's totally fine. Because like last night we went to see uh, play the Simon and Garfunkel story. In a couple of weeks we're going to see Cheap Trick. Uh, I you know I've got like a ton of concerts that I've already I bought tickets yesterday for Rod Stewart for this summer. Um, you know so we we spend our money on that kind of stuff. But what I do is I go on Twitter and I follow Thrifter.com, and they put out a lot of deals that are you know different companies are having. So I bought, and plus I also followed certain websites and looked to see what they offered. Uh, For example, we're going on a cruise in October, and usually on Black Friday weekend, where we take Royal Caribbean, they put their drink packages on sale. So I get the, they call it the, um, the refreshment package, which is unlimited water, non-alcoholic drinks, because I don't drink alcohol. Uh, so non-alcoholic drinks, water, specialty coffees, teas, juices, things like that. So I bought that package. It was 40% off. And it's never going to go that low again. So already bought that. Uh, I bought a Mahalo wallet, which is a wallet that, you know, regular wallet holds your credit cards and your uh, money and change and whatnot. Plus, it also has a spot for your phone. So I got one of those. I bought a generic stylus pen for touch screens, mm-hmm. which unfortunately the pen part does not work with any of the Apple apps. You have to use very specific apps, uh... which which is fine, but, but which is not a problem. I spent about, oh, I forget now, 20 or $21. It was on sale on Amazon. It was something like that. And I like the little nub on the other side because it doesn't make as much of a mark as other mm-hmm. styluses that I've used. So, and, and plus it feels good in my hand and it's it's a longer length. So it it was, you know, even though it doesn't do what I was hoping it would do, it was worth it to me. You know, like I said, 20 bucks, it was worth yeah. it. Um, I also broke down and I bought an Echo Show 5. Do hmm. I need it? Absolutely not. But it was $50 on Amazon. I said, I don't need this, but I bought it anyway. I saw it in person. I said, this really isn't bad for the size screen that it is. And if I bought it, I could get the Amazon Smart Plug for $5 more. So there bought you that too. So I said, what the heck? I uh, renewed my subscription to Hulu. Last year it was, well, 2018. They had it for 99 cents a month. This time they had it for $1.99 a month, which is still cheap because I'm going to be paying $24 a year for Hulu. I said, haven't watched it yet. So I've already been billed twice, but I will catch up eventually because there's just so much out there. So I got the Hulu. Um, there different gift cards have deals like every year the Cheesecake Factory has a deal where if you buy a twenty five dollar yep. gift card you get two free slices of cheesecake. I just said what the heck. So every year <laughs> I buy that and I don't eat cheesecake. My husband does, so he'll use the. Fr- but those cheesecake are about eight dollars a piece. Yeah. So you know, yeah, a lot, a lot of the chain it. restaurants do that. You know, yeah. I noticed. You know, if you buy like twenty five dollars, they give they throw a five dollar gift card in there. Yeah. So you actually get thirty. Yeah. 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 So I did that, you know, Dunkin' Donuts. My husband goes through Dunkin' Donuts gift cards because every week, every Saturday, he buys himself. He buys. Yep. So what they had a deal where if you bought a $50 gift card, if you to give to somebody, you get a $10 gift card. 
So I said, well, he every couple of weeks, he's always throwing $25 on his account. So I bought a $50 gift card, put 50 on his account, 10 on mine. I said, that works out. Um, I renewed my Ancestry.com um, subscription for half price, but then it turned out later on I could get a better deal. So they were nice enough to cancel what I'd already gotten and give me the new deal. But still, if you were um, new to Ancestry or you needed to have your uh, say prescription, your subscription renewed, they had a really good deal. So you know, Ancestry does that usually every six months. Around Fourth of July, they have a half price deal, and Around Christmas time, they have a price half price deal. So if that's something that you want to look into, or you have um, a subscription coming up for renewal, you can check that out. Uh, and there were a couple other things that I bought, and I can't remember right now. Um, I talked about this on Kiki Show Ever episode three twenty three, and I had everything written down, and then I threw it out. And then about a couple days later, I went, "Why did you throw it out? <laughs> You're going to be talking about this on Three Geeky Ladies, but." Those are the ones that I remember. But the big thing I bought was the 16-inch MacBook Pro. Wow. Which I am on right now. That was that was my big thing because they were doing the um, gift card with purchase. So what I ended up doing is Black Friday, I went to the Apple Store and had the absolute worst time getting a parking spot. Normally, when I go to the mall, by late morning... Everyone has done their shopping and I, you know, it's not empty, but I can get a parking spot. Well, for some reason this year, the stores didn't open as early as they normally do. Normally they open around five in the morning. This year, they only opened about eight o'clock. And I don't know what the reasoning was, but because of the late opening, the cars were still in the parking lot. But I was in and out probably within an hour, which really isn't bad. I bought you know, my... I've never, I've never done a Black Friday. I would rather have a root canal in every single one of my teeth than go to a Black Friday thing ever. It, it really, I mean, I don't go for the sake of going. I just went because of the timing of my own life, and it really wasn't Ugh. bad. It was, a, like I said, it was about an hour. The hardest part was walking back to the car because my arms were loaded, and I had to stop every now and then and kind of readjust because I had to buy my father a new iMac. So I got him a 21-inch iMac and they gave me a $200 gift card, which I applied to my MacBook Pro, which was not offering a gift card because it was a brand new item, but I got a $200 education discount because my son is a teacher. So I got $400 off of that. Now, when I was done, I went to my father's house to set up his his new iMac, he had a, he had a time machine backup because I had set that up for him. But man, it just would not work. I had to call Apple to get everything working. I hmm. ran into some bumps along the way, which really irritated me. I said, I know what I'm doing and this is just not working. But finally, I got it working. So by the time I got home, I really didn't have the time to set up my computer. So on Saturday, and I won't go into great, great detail because, like I said, if you really want to know all the dirt, episode 323 of Geeky Show Ever. But I started to do the backup. Uh, sorry, I started to do, I backed up my other computer and I started to do the transfer over to this computer. Oh, my God. I started about 1.30 in the afternoon. By 6 o'clock, I said, I am done. This is going back. I have a lemon. I called Apple three times. We tried all these different things. It just, we tried recovery, you know, recovery mode. We tried reinstalling the operating system and that wouldn't work. We, it, it just basically, it got stuck and it wouldn't go any further. I walked away and I came back 45 minutes later. It's exactly where it was before. Call Apple. Apple said, we don't know why this is happening. And that's when I finally said, I have a lemon here. I am going back. I immediately hang up. 6.10, I left my house. I was back in my house at 6.50. Went to the wow. same mall. The parking lot was empty. Total, I'm like, wow, this is a Saturday of Black Friday weekend, and it was empty. But I brought the computer in, and I said, this is a lemon. Get me a different one. And they did. They just swept it out. I came home. I started setting it up again, like night and day. Wow. 
Because I had a lemon, as you know, with my yeah. iMac. So, yeah, I was not a happy girl, uh, you know, but I got it up and going. Um, but I did run into this strange issue. I decided to change my one password back up to iCloud instead of uh, Dropbox for my syncing. So I went on my phone and I changed it to iCloud. Great. Went on my iPad, changed it to iCloud. Great. Went on my old MacBook Pro, changed it to iCloud. Great. Go on my new computer. It said, no way. Would not, it, it changed to iCloud. I had nothing. I had no, it, it, when you open up one password, you go down the side, it says logins and secure notes and so forth. It still showed the number of items that I had, but it had no data. So I'm emailing back and forth with one uh, password support. And they're saying, well, send us this documentation. So I send it to him. And he goes, looks like everything is okay. How about trying this? How about trying this? I would try his suggestions, nothing. Finally, I said, now I use the standalone license. I don't have the subscription. And I said, how about I do this? I went onto the boards and I saw somebody had uh, one, someone that works for 1Password posted a link to the 1Password 6 download. I said, I downloaded the new 1Password. What if I just delete this completely off my computer, re-download and sign in? So that's what I did. I just wiped it out, signed back, you know, downloaded it again, reinstalled it, signed back in. Everything came right back in. No problem. So is this still a subscription service? You can get the subscription for 1Password. I've chosen not to because for me, I'm the only one who uses it. So I have the standalone. So I think, so I just have the, you know, I paid whatever I paid for the license. I believe they're up to one password seven, but I'm using version six. If you're doing the standalone, they have version seven. I'm going to continue to use it until it's no longer compatible with whatever the OS is. And when I get to that point, then I will buy the subscription. Well, I'm seeing on this site, it looks like it's only a subscription service. Currently, if you're new to one password, yes. Yeah, I had it I had in the past, you know, and that's that's a no for me. I don't do subscriptions for stuff like that. No, no. So I was going to try to do it again. I'll go with somebody else. I, I don't like subscription services. Yeah, oh, which know. I understand, but I love one password. I used to, but I told you it broke on me. Um, uh God, I forgot when it does. One major OS upgrade, and it just did not work. It wouldn't sync across Dropbox or any of that stuff. Um, and it was before iCloud. So that's, you know, that's a long time ago. Mm. Um, and it just would not work. And I love 1Password. And I just stopped using it. You know, didn't renew it anymore. And then they went to that subscription service when I looked again and I, I realized, you know, that's not what I want. I think, so. let me look. I think you can still buy one password in the app store. Let me. Oh, let me check too. You've got one password seven. Um, let me see. It says in app purchase. Okay. You do have to do a subscription though. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought you could Every, buy a, everything, a license. No, everything is subscription. I don't like that. I don't either. I don't. You know, I mean, it depends. I, I, it depends. Like, um, if you get set app, that's nine ninety nine a month. It's a little bit cheaper if you prepay it for a year. That's a that is worth it, assuming the apps that they have within are ones that you use. So obviously, mm-hmm. if if you look at the list and you go, I wouldn't use a single one of these. And yeah, of course, it's not going to work for you. But if you look at it, and you go, yeah, but nine ninety nine twenty dollars. Hundred twenty dollars a year, right? Yeah, but, but the if thing you, is, is we're and it doesn't work on all your apps. No, it's, no. it's becoming ridiculous all the the subscription model because how many subscriptions do we need? I mean, every it seems like every photo editing thing, um, Adobe, you know, InLight, everybody wants a subscription. You've got app developers that you know they want a subscription model, and you know it 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 yeah. It's, so it's nine bucks a month or five bucks a month. That over twelve months, that's really super expensive. Yeah. I think the only subscriptions that I, we stick with are pretty much Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, Apple Music, the family membership, because I do love my music. Um, and, um, you know, everything else, we just, um, 
you know, of course we get prime with, with prime, but I, I don't do a lot of subscriptions anymore. Yeah, I don't think I it's don't worth know. it. I just, I don't, I don't find don't. it either. And if you have, if you have a major upgrade to the, uh, OS, to the application, fine. I was more than willing to pay for it. Or oh, I could skip that particular one, but you charging me every month for something, you know, and you're not really doing anything different month by month. I know. Yeah, I that's agree. Ridiculous, you know. So just I give agree. me one fee, and I can decide if I want to update it or not. You know but I was, I was hoping, I, yeah. I was hoping Apple would have come out with an iPad. Um, yeah, new no, iPad they built it. Oh, I have oh, Yeah, because I was waiting for Christmas because I had some money. And so I saw, you know, I always get money for Christmas. I said, well, you know, surely because I spend it, of course, before I get it. So if I ever not get it, I'm really screwed because I always spend my money before. Christmas time, but they didn't come out. Now this year, I've heard rumors that they're supposed to be coming out with an iPad Pro in the spring, and then another one, perhaps in the fall. And granted, it's only rumor, but I'm thinking, why would you do two back to back? I hate when they do stuff like that. They've done that in the past. I just, I just iPad Pro or iPad and iPad, iPad Pro because they just came out with an iPad. Remember, they just updated the iPad. This yeah. is iPad Pro. I want a new iPad Pro. And, um, you know, that's, that's kind of what I'm waiting for. So I'm really, you know, I was disappointed because the rumor was they were supposed to do a refresh on the iPad Pro uh, for fall. And that did not happen. So there was no refresh on that at all. There was no announcement on that this fall. Hmm. So I'm hmm. not sure. Yeah. Well, but speaking of Apple, um, you and I, Suze, have Apple TV Plus. What do you think we of do. the shows that you've been watching? Well, I have to say is I am not, a, I'm going to put it right out there. I'm not a Jennifer Aniston fan. I just have never been. She was okay in France. And I love the morning show. She was fabulous in it. Her and Reese Witherspoon were fabulous in it. I, I think the whole cast was good in that. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed the morning show. I'm looking forward to the following, the next season, season two. Um, I, I know I never, I always massacre, massacre, excuse me, um, M. Night. I always call him Shyamalan Malan. <laughs> Sorry if there's any fans out there, but um, the servant, I after last night's episode, which was the episode called Jericho, mm. it had some answers, and it was every parent's nightmare. I can imagine, but it is so. I don't know if they're throwing red herrings out with every episode, but it's like it. Nothing really makes sense. Exactly. Last night, it, it a little bit, but I'm thinking mm -hmm. so. Who is this? Why did this person show up? I, I think Rupert Grant, who, of course, played Ron Weasley in the Harry Potter uh, series, he has just come into his own. He's I think he's my favorite character in the whole and then the whole episode. Well, he I mean, is so if you're expecting Ron fabulous. Weasley, forget it. He's fabulous. One hundred and eighty degree difference. Oh, I, he's so enjoyable. And, you know, what's amazing with him in. Um, the the actor that plays um sean is that they're they're british and i mean they really nailed the american accent i was pretty impressed with that but i've i've, I've next next week is the season finale and m knight said that there's going to be six seasons how is there going to be 51 more episodes of this how, how but many is it, it I, I didn't hear that but i what i was wondering is if if there's going to be six seasons is it going to be six individual stories like um american horror story has individual I I no totally different storylines or is this going to be the same storyline played out over six seasons yeah i don't know i you know i i thought it was that it's going to be the same story but i may maybe not yeah. um i can't imagine taking half an hour next week and wrapping everything up i will tell you i'm very annoyed at the half hour crap that, I mean, it's just, it's like a, it's like an amuse-bouche, you know, you just, you start and then it's boom, it's done. It's like, oh, come on. I think seriously, at least an hour. And, you know, I'm, I'm still up in the air because I love to binge fest. I binge fest the Witcher and I'm telling you right now, Idris, I love you, Idris Alba, but I'm telling you right now, Henry Cavill, um, oh my God, with, with the gray hair, he, he is awesome in this. I, I guess he starved himself to do the bathtub scene, but he's he's really in great shape. And it's kind of a fun premise. I never got into Game of Thrones. And I know there is a lot of gratuitous 
gratuitous nudity. That's been one of the um, big criticisms of The Witcher. But I just think it's a fun series. It's kind of really mindless. It's just it's just fun. And um, it's based on a Polish author's short story. So, you know, my I, my Polish brethren, of course, I have to I have to support that. But I think it, The Witcher is fun. But of course, that's um, I believe that's on. Is it on the Amazon Prime? I think that's an Amazon prime one but um to get back to apple tv i think that um truth be told and i know vicky has very specific thoughts on this but i like truth be told i think that um octavia spencer um plays a podcaster and aaron paul plays a person that has gone to jail for a crime that he may not have committed but that he was pretty much put in there by um, Octavia's character, Poppy, who was a journalist and, and kind of fed evidence um, with her, uh, the way that she reported it, and he, he was put in jail. So 20 years later, she kind of revisits the case through this podcast that she hosts, and she has, you know, questions that did she actually help contribute to put the wrong person in prison it's very compelling it really reminds me of serial i was really addicted to serial when that that podcast came out you know about five years ago and i think octavia does a really nice job in that the only criticism i would have about the writing on the show would be that i don't like the way that her character jumps to conclusions so quickly um, I think with a podcast, you have to be so careful not to be unbiased and not jump to conclusions. And I think this, the, the show kind of illustrated that. But I know that's been review, uh, renewed for, I think, another season. Uh, they all have been renewed. So, um, you know, I, I think Apple TV, for those three shows, I've really enjoyed. Now, I haven't seen um, some other ones. I know we had talked about, what, what was it, Elisa, the NASA? For the, All Mankind. All yeah, that didn't, and I lo, I really like Joel Kinnaman, but I just uh, that the previews didn't seem exciting for me. I, you know, maybe I'm kind of NASA'd out right now. I don't know, but I think there's been a lot of like Apollo and you know NASA series um, that um, I just kind of eh. the the movie I did see though. I don't know if you and Vicky have seen it. I think that was on Amazon Prime as well. It's called The Report, The Terror Report with Adam Driver. Yes, that is really very well acted, really compelling. And boy, I'm still in shock because after I saw that, I'm like, you know, because I always go back to see if they're really rooting um, the scripting and factual, um, you know, if it's factual or if it's kind of uh, Hollywood, you know, um, you know, fluff. Well, that was pretty factual, and I still cannot believe that those two pseudo-psychologists made so much money off the American government for torture techniques. I, 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 it blows me away. I mean, it really, I just think that is absolutely astounding, absolutely astounding. Who, who are you talking about, the torture techniques? In, in the report, it's basically a documentary I don't want to give it away for people that haven't seen it, but um, it's it's about after 9-11, right after 9-11, um, when our government was, um, you know, the CIA was basically using uh, torture techniques, basically uh, invented, I would say, or I would not say invented, um, promoted by these two psychologists that said that that was the only way that we could get information out of these terrorists. Yeah, yeah, they thought yeah. to be terrorists. And it was pretty brutal. It was brutal to watch. It was really, it really was an eye opener. So yeah, I, I really, um, I wouldn't say enjoy that movie, but I think it was very compelling to watch that movie. And Adam Driver is just a fabulous actor. I really yeah. enjoy him. Going back to 9-11 is really painful. <laughs> it is, pain. it is painful. Where we were, I mean, it, it seems yes. like we're not that much further from there, you know, with the craziness that we thought we had to do. It is. Yeah. So what have you guys been watching? Well, I I watched For All Mankind, and I was really disappointed. I thought I would like that more than The Morning Show. I figured The Morning Show would just be some sort of soap opera you know, one of those, yeah, okay, I'll keep watching it, but it's not, oh my God, I've got to watch this. For All Mankind, I felt to be a little boring. And 
there were certain things that happened, especially up on the moon, that I thought, could this actually really happen? And again, I'm not going to say exactly what those scenes were, but I just thought, this doesn't seem realistic to me at all. Will I watch it in season two? I don't know. Maybe. You'd, you would watch the morning show again. I really liked the morning show. I did too, because, you know, uh, Steve Carell was actually excellent in that. And it was, about, well, it's kind of loosely based on the whole Matt Lauer debacle. But what was interesting is that when they showed his wife, it actually, she is, looks, the actress that played his wife looks very much like Matt Lauer's ex-wife. It's like, whoa, okay. Uh, one of the things I liked <laughs> yeah. about the morning show is that you, after the first episode, you know, you get introduced to all these characters and you get an opinion. Likeable, dislikable, yeah. he did it, he didn't do it, she knew, he, she didn't know. And then as the series goes on, your opinions change. Maybe but she I didn't really like I really like Billy Crudup in his role. And yeah. I was so hoping they wouldn't have him have a relationship, you know, I, I'm not, I don't want to give it away, but right, you know who right. I'm, I'm so glad they didn't because I really like his character. He's strong, but he's personable. And um, there's, you know, there's got to be men out there that, you know, won't take advantage of a situation. And there's plenty of them out there. So I was very, very happy with the way that they, um, you know, led his character through, you know, that particular scene. I, I've, I've really enjoyed it. I didn't think I would, but boy, that ended up being one of my favorite shows. Yeah. I just like how your opinion changed. On the different people, you know, you 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 look at Steve Carell's character and go, oh yeah, he sexually harassed that woman, and then you go, well, did he really sexually harass that woman? Maybe he didn't. And then just different things happen where you keep changing your opinion as to did he or didn't he? Did his coworkers know and you know and turned a blind eye, or were they truly in the dark and had no idea? And you know, you you find things out along the way. Uh, so I I liked that show. As far as Servant, I had put out on Twitter that I was like, eh, I think at that point I'd watched five episodes and I thought, I'm not really impressed with this show. And then our uh, one of our friends, Fitz, one of our listeners, he said, keep watching. Oh, I like it. I do and, like and it. And I did. And once I got into episode six, I, I don't love the show, to be honest. I don't love it. But once I got into episode six... Then it started to get more interesting. It's like, okay, now we're starting to we're starting to go somewhere. So, well, I think what's interesting about well, there's one interesting thing about the morning show. I would literally kill to have Jennifer Aniston's apartment that she has on mm. in New York City, and the same thing with Servant. I would give anything to have Sean's kitchen. Oh my God, the food is so food oriented. It's like, oh my gosh. There's some parts that were hard to watch, like with the eel. But mm -hmm. um, yeah. I love um, I love his kitchen. And I thought, man, the things that I could make in there. Um, but I find that, like you said, I think Rupert's character is really interesting. But it's a mystery. And it's just like a, it, to me, it's like an, a, an onion. They keep peeling back a little bit more. But that's how M. Night, it, see, the thing is, M. Night is always known for a twist. You know, you think of Sixth Sense, you think of uh, any of his movies, The Village. So I'm just, I know he's directing next week's, and I'm just wondering when the twist is coming in. Because I know it was written by Tony um, Baskallop. So, I know M Night is directing it, so people are kind of associating it with M Night. But you know, I don't know if it's going to have the twist everybody expects. I kind of expected. I knew immediately last night on Jericho where they were going. Just by the by the fourth scene, I said I knew where they're going with this. And even though it's hard to watch, I knew where they were going. But there's so many different um, disparate elements of the story that I'm still questioning. You know, like. You know, why did Leanne eat the pearl? You know, I, I mean, it's just like, what, what does this have to do with, with the storyline? And I, again, I just don't know if they're all red herrings and they will, they will all be tied up, but I don't know. So um, it definitely is going to make me watch it next week. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you go on Reddit and, oh, my God, the theories they have. Holy moly. <laughs> People are that. dissecting. Yeah. You know, they're saying, well, you know, the Audi emblem was on the car and seen da, da, da. And if you look at, you know, 8, 848, the Audi is not. I'm like, what? I'm like, yeah. wow, these are hardcore, you know, viewers. So, yeah. I mean, but as I of do, right now, 
unless they have more content, which is sorely lacking, I'm not going to be subscribing on a monthly basis. I will just wait for the morning show to come out, wait for it to be finished, and then spend the $5, binge it, because it won't take all that long to watch 10 episodes if that's what they continue with, and, and cancel. Well, that's how I feel with Disney Plus. I don't know about I, I do want to watch The Mandalorian because I have every day for the past two months, Baby Yoda has showed up on my newsfeed. And I am besides the fact that he looks like my little dog and he's adorable. <laughs> um, I I said, you know, I, it's one of those things where I'm, I mean, I don't have young kids and Disney. I'm not sure, you know, the content. So, I mean, I will do the seven day trial. And like you said, I'll binge it and, and see if that's if there's anything else I want to watch. But, you know, there's so darn many streaming services right now. And my my youngest son um, just got YouTube TV. He really likes it. That's what I and have I, now. Yeah. And I'm just, you know, I mean, you can go broke on all these streaming services, you know, and Netflix is kind of like, eh, it's hit or miss half the time. Um, We get, I mean, I don't have to subscribe to Prime because we get Prime because, you know, the free shipping. So, you know, once you're a Prime member, you get that. But, and I do like, I do like a Bosch. I was very disappointed in Man in the High Castle, I will say. I mean, I really liked that series the way it was going. And I really liked the final series except for the very very final scene i did not like that i thought it was a cop-out the way they finished that so but you know i we we were binging that the man in the high castle and better call saul is coming out next month so yeah i'm looking forward to that i thought that i think that show stinks but we've been watching it we'll we'll watch it you know i'm watching i like i like him i really like him yeah, I'm watching season three of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, but that's another one that is, I don't, I just don't see the hype. I like it. Yeah. You like I it? I it's do. okay. I, I, like, I like her character. I like that she's really ballsy. I guess that's the word they would say back then. Um, I, I, I was surprised it was nothing like I thought it was. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, I thought it was just a, a housewife, you know? And um, I think it's sort of a, they're sort of stealing Joan Rivers. She's like a Joan Rivers character, you know? If she was alive, she'd be yelling about how they're, they're, you know, that's her life. Uh, So I find it interesting. But I have not, I have no interest in getting Apple uh, TV. Um, uh, I can always wait for that stuff to come out somewhere. If if, if, If They probably won't show it anywhere else, but... I'm too busy watching other stuff that I enjoyed. The second season of Tell Me a Story is out. Wait, I'm, I'm going to binge watch that. We binge watch the Twilight Zone. This all oh, this is on CBS All Access. Uh, Twilight Zone. Uh, we binge watch that. That's the one Jordan Peele uh, is doing it. He's like the Rod Sterling character, and the stories. Some of them are borrowed from the original Twilight Zone, um, but it's it's different. It's it's, it's very well done. Very. Uh, the production is excellent. And of course, Jordan Peele is going to be very diverse uh, actors. Um, so it's very well, uh, very good. I wish I could watch it again. And then I'm obsessed with the CBS show Evil. It's really, really good. <laughs> I love that show. It, it's it's smart the way they do that. You know, you have all these ghost hunters and stuff like that. Well, they got the priest who has all these cases they have this huge backlog of cases who are people who are supposed to be uh, possessed and or they have visions. And so they, they have him and he's hired this psychologist and they have this guy who's the cameraman, the tech guy that goes and all of them have different opinions about things. Um, and they don't uh, it's not like on those stupid ghost shows where, well, if we have no evidence of this, then therefore it's a ghost. It's nothing like that, no. <laughs> so uh, it's, a, it's a really, really good show. Um, and I, I'm just too busy watching the regular shows that I don't have time to add anything onto the list and I'm not going to do another subscription. And Apple doesn't seem like they have very much content so far. So they don't. I'll wait I for agree. them to get more and then maybe I'll do it. Like you, binge watch it for a month and then you know, get rid of it. Have you watched Fleabag? I I did. I worked, I watched like no, I've never four, seen five, it. Four or five episodes. Uh, the thing what? that I like about it is, see, there's a lot of shows like this of these women who are just like 
promiscuous, I guess uh, that's the word to say, that they, you know, and they think it's clever and they drink a lot and they think that's really funny. That's the real people's lives, you know, and there's nothing amusing about it. It's actually sort of sad. But with all that said, I think it's sort of good. I just uh, got busy doing something else and then finished watching it. I'm pulling for this woman. You do that. Um, but there's so many shows like that that I don't know how long that's going to last. Um, but it's not bad. Uh, it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. It's entertaining, though, if you, you if you want to watch it. it's. So you're thinking about watching it or? I was thinking about it because The Witcher won't come out until 2021. I I know mm -hmm. that because a lot of these, they said, you know, with the CGI, you know, just that's that's sad, too, when you build up momentum on a show and then it's like, eh, you know, it's going to be another year and a half. Mm -hmm. But there's really I haven't seen anything that has really um, compelled me uh, to say, oh, I got to binge this. There's one show yeah. that Kevin Cosner is supposed to um, star in and I think it's called uh, is it called ISB I think it's called ISB and what the premise is is that he plays an investigator in the um, investigative special branch of the national parks so crimes that happen in na the national parks are not necessarily investigated by the local police they're investigated by this special branch and I thought well that sounds really kind of cool and I like Kevin I, Costner I do like Kevin Costner and there is one show that my dad really liked and it was called Yellowstone oh and, yeah my sister watches that yeah. and you can yeah. uh stream that on the CBS app so yeah. I thought maybe maybe I'll watch that but you know right now I've been reading and um I I read a book last week and I could not keep my nose out of it um it was by Jessica uh, McDiamond, and she is a Canadian reporter that she, and she used to work, I think, for the Toronto Star. And she lived in Brit. She was born and brought up in British Columbia. Mm. And in British Columbia, there is a Route 16, and she has she did an exhaustive, and I do mean exhaustive, uh, research project on Route 16 between Prince uh, George and Prince uh, Rupert. And what Route 16 is, it's a fairly remote, it's 725 kilometers between those two points. And indigenous women uh, go missing or, or murdered, usually young, every year. And basically the Royal uh, Mountain uh, Canadian Police just kind of poo-poo it. Well, you know, it's just another indigenous woman. Yeah, you know, so what? But there's issues that she highlights that a lot of these women have to hitchhike because to get to a job, you know, in the towns in between, it's so remote. Yeah. But these women, you know, for whatever reason, they go missing or they are found murdered. And it's about the families that, you know, um, you know, are left behind and have no, there's no clues. There's no resolution. They don't, sometimes they never find a body. They never find out what happened to their loved one. And it, she did a great job with that. And it was hard to think that just until like 20 years ago, that the government, the Canadian government would take these indigenous uh, children away from their parents because they didn't think their parents could be able to cope with them. And they would put them in quote unquote residential schools where they would shave their hair and they were not allowed to speak their native language and the trauma they usually were sexually assaulted or sexually abused in these residential schools and uh, I mean it, it's it's hard to read but it's a story that is that really needs to be brought um, to the forefront and I mean there's just hundreds they think thousands they the loose count um is about 4,000 women have, have gone missing or murdered. Um, the government says about 1,200. So you can just imagine how broken some of these families are. It was a really wonderful book. I, it was called Highway of Tears. And basically that's a play on, you know, the uh, Trail of Tears that, you know, that the, the Native Americans had to, to walk. So um, it, it, was, it was a fabulous book. Uh, I would read it again, actually. Um, it was good. And, you know, she really did her research and uh, it w she asked some really hard questions of the police. So every year or about every year, every few years, the women, uh, mothers and 
sisters and daughters of these missing women basically walk. They do a walk uh, along the Highway of Tears. So, yeah, it was uh, it was definitely a book. Um, it was a heavy book, but it was definitely one worth reading. And the next one on my on my bookshelf was called Educated. Um, that is that's I, I see where everybody's reading that, and I just saw it in the library the other day, and I went to check it out. And she said, "Oh, you, um, it's on hold." I said, "Oh, because it was on the shelf." And she said, "Oh, that's because we piled it, <laughs> the library." So she put it on hold. But it's about a girl that has. Um, she basically was uh, an American. She's. I think she lives in Utah. I may be wrong. She's. I just read the first page, and she said, "This not. This, this is not about Mormonism," but I believe that she lives very uh, remotely off the grid with her parents. And then she goes and she gets educated at Brigham uh, Young University. And it's pretty much how she balances that remote living with, um, you know, uh, being a little more urbane. It's supposed to be very, very well written and very good. It's gotten really good reviews. So it's called Educated. I've heard of that. Okay. I think we're going to wrap up for today. We'd love to hear listeners. If you have an Apple TV plus subscription, what shows you're watching? What do you like? What do you not like? Love to hear it. Our contact information can be found at threegeekyladies.com with the number three spelled out. So until next time, thank you so much for listening and we will see you next time. This is Mike's computer. I really think you need to listen to Geekiest Show Ever. Melissa, Elisa and Mike work really hard to make a good podcast that will last the test of time. They are smart, informative and concise. Who am I kidding? They show up and talk for an hour or so and I have to listen to their dribble. I beg you listen to the podcast so I feel like my life has meaning and I won't go into a kernel panic and end it all. Listen to the Geekiest Show Ever on the My Mac Podcasting Network.